It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market I think my record, I, I forget. I always want to say it's 47, but I think it's 27 seconds to take this thing. It's so easy to set up and take down. Um, it, it's so nice with the screens now and how it comes with workouts and things for the players to do. Um, you, you will not be disappointed in it. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400. You said it right. I, I went to them and I said, I got to take care of my people. Uh, 350 is not enough. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off your next purchase. So go over and check it out. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows me to put this podcast out every day. It's what allows me to put all the free resources and things I do out into the world. It pays the bills. So go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is everything that you need. You get my email address. You're able to contact me. You're able to jump in our office hours. You're able to find anything. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you along with a 14-day free trial. So go over and check that out. Also, we'd love if you love these podcasts. Um, we'd love you if you went over and checked out High School Hoops or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. We'd love if you go check those out. We'd also love if you left a five-star review. All right, let's head off to the pod. Let's head off. Bye. So uh, I have a fi- I have a 15 year old and 18 year old. So those are those those memories are like I I and it was in the heyday of when we were oh my god it was like a blur. But I, and it's a fun age right now, man. It it's- is. I'm gonna tell you. So here here's here's the I I was able to coach my son. I think 18 and the relationship him and I have over the because he grew up in my gym. So the relationship mm-hmm. him and I have is pretty special. But I think the perfect window is like six to ten. So, you have a little one. There's probably still in diapers, right? Uh, well, she's potty trained. She's in pull up. Yep, pull up. So, so once that all goes away, that's nice. But that six to eight, they're like little independent people. But you <laughs> still are like king of the world. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it, it that, that, that there's a the perfect little window for, um, yeah, the, the daddy, the daddy eyes. I love that. Yeah. So but our girls, our girls are great with her. Oh, um, I bet. Hey, you know what? I, you know what? I always tell coaches, you can tell what kind of player or person they are is how they deal with your kids. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's one of those things you just watch. You don't say anything. You just watch. Yeah, and 100%. you can't fake that. And if you do, it's for short spurts. But the ones that you can just tell. Um, the relationship thing is huge. Um, it, as I've gotten older, and I've said this to other coaches and podcasts, as I've gotten older, this is 80% of the gig right here. This yeah. relation, it's 20% the X's and O's. And we, you can watch YouTube videos to the cows come home if you want to watch, learn how to do stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's from the military part, right? If you're going to go to battle with me, you got to know I got your back. For sure. For <laughs> you sure. know, um, yeah. and it's the same here. Yeah. And I want our kids, and this is our whole staff. We, this is this thing that we drive home with our staff, period. Is like, you know, like if a kid, if a kid's having a bad day, we should be the first ones to catch it because we're relationship driven. We, right. we know what's going on. Not always everything going on outside their lives, but we need to be, we need to be so engaged that they're, they're willing to have those conversations with us. And that happens a lot. And they're willing to have a bad day. Like I can yeah. think back guys and it was January or February. And one of my guys, he's like my sixth or seventh man. He was just having a bad day mm -hmm. and I had him in class. Sorry. Kind of new but then I could just see it. So one of my coaches was starting to, I, so I walk over, I go, you got to just, I'm not going to use his name, but I'm going to say, you have to use player at, you have to leave player excellent. He's having a really bad day. No one's going to pull him out of it at this point. Let's just move on. We, I've already talked to him. We'll talk to him again. And then by the end, he was smiling and it was all good. Yeah. But, but if, if, if I would have let my coach go at him, because he wasn't doing what he needed to do, but mm -hmm. he's a teenage boy and he was just having one of those days. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't affect our practice. So if I let him go at him like he normally would have, and he normally would have responded to, we'd have lost him. Like, but he knew that we had his back. He knew I had his back. Um, and that was something else was going on. Eventually I found out what it was, but um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just, just being involved with them, not only yeah. just in sports, but you know, outside, I think, yeah. you know, some of these kids, it's, you have to, you have to sit back and look at it from a different lens, I believe. Some of these kids have to go out of basketball and then go to work until 10 at night or 11 at night right. and, then, and then turn around and do homework until one. And then, oh, by the way, they've got a, an FCA meeting for Coach Neal at, at 730 in the morning before class. And so and then they never miss. And, and right. that's the type of kid we're dealing with. And so on those bad days, you have to be you have to be a, um, a shoulder. Sometimes you've got to be um, the one that steps away and just lets them. Um, deal with it themselves right and so but being relationship driven and understanding each and every one of your kids you understand how they respond to things and so on and so forth so um anyways the, the, the one um the picture in the middle is a kid that i've got playing collegiate ball this is us um going to watch her at a game before our season started and uh you know i i think her name's gabby adams another, another good indicator is whether they come back Oh, guaranteed. I'm Gabby's telling you. Still, Gabby's still – and I've had – Gabby just graduated the year before last. And, um, I mean, she still calls me um, on out, outside of things and, you know, ask about my daughter and, um, you know, and ask me to – ask to open, for me to open up the gym for her. And, and uh, I mean, the relationship there, 
you know, all of them are extended version daughters of what I have in my house. And so they're, they're, they're a second family. And I want that relationship. I think you've got to want that or you're not going to be successful. Um, and you're also doing, to be honest, I'll just, I'll scold because I'll just be the old coach. You're doing it for the wrong reason. Because if you're only doing it for the wins, you're doing it for the wrong reason. 100%. The wins, the wins will, the wins will run into each other after a while, but it's the 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 players that you touch won't. So you know, I'll I'll scold the young coaches. It's hard <laughs> when you're young and you want to win so bad, but it yeah. will take care of it. The yes. process will take yes. care of itself. Yes, it will come if you build it the right way. You will have successes, and and it's also how you measure success. I mean, the success is not measured just with wins and losses. It is not. Um, so another thing we wanted to do, continue on that building your brand and identity, we wanted to do things that were different from other people. We wanted to, we wanted others to envy even around us um, what we do. And so I had our media, me and our voice coach had our media guy created a hype video for us. And we post that on Twitter. We have an entry run out. And, and so I won't, I won't go through that whole video. I'll let you do you have a video board in your gym? We have a video board in our gym. Yeah, we yeah. Um, got it. It's nice. We got we got one like four or five years ago. It's nice. We don't utilize it. Game changer. It's a game changer for your kids. That's a they look forward to that. That's something that um, that gets them fired up. And for coaches, we're always trying to find the intrinsic motivation things that gets them excited. And it was now that's an expensive motivation tool but right um it, it's huge and so we took advantage of it our media our media class built this for us do, do a phenomenal job and so that's anyways that's our hype video but not a lot of teams have that and so right. when they come to our place and we're having our starting lineups and that stuff happens you can see some some parents and and some other other teams looking up there and watching that whole thing like gosh that's awesome Right. And, and, and I think that was important for our kids because when my, when we do our youth club uh, games, like we'll sometimes we'll do uh, like two or three times. Uh, well, actually more than that, but we bring in our youth club organizations and they play during our halftime, just do like a small inner squad. One for me that gets butts in the seats for our games, right. helps gate financially Two, it, it provides a excitement for our younger programs that we can build uh, from the bottom up. And, um, but they get all see this. And then, you know, hopefully the, the, the mindset is, is that you, they want to be a part of that as they grow through it and they, they continue with it and, and, and they improve and all that. So we, 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 we do small stuff like that. That's just a tidbit talking about 3d coaching. This is all the way down through our, our coaching staff. Um, again, pyramid of success, John Wooden, um, first dimension, obviously, for us coaches is the fundamentals. That's the first thing we always hit. When I was a young coach, I always thought it was all about the fundamentals. And um, everything has to be um, fundamentally sound and, and high detailed. And, and those are your strength and your speed and your quickness and stuff like that. And then you have the second tier of that, which is the psycho psychological part, um, how you motivate them, um, you know, body and mind. Um, Zen, Zen master stuff, Phil Jackson. Right. Uh, you know, and then, then you have at the top of the pyramids, you see some coaches can hit the fundamentals and they're great at it. Some coaches are great with the relationship and the psychological part and connecting with their, with their students on that level or their athletes on that level. But if you never reach the top, if you never can pierce the heart and have the buy-in that they love care for you, then you don't fully reach your potential with your athletes. 
And so one of the things that this is one of the things is a visual for our coaches is, hey, we want to touch the heart. We want to we want to make sure that they understand that they were, we're there for them, not only just body and mind, but um, body, mind and spirit. And so, um, you know, you, we want to try to be great at all three, not just one, not just two. And so we feel like if you capture their heart, my kids will run through a brick wall for me. Um, and, and if you don't, they won't. Right. I mean, I'm telling you, all my great teams have had quote, football players that are, mm-hmm. that, that are, they're football players that play basketball. Um, but every one of them loved us and would run through the wall for us and would do some of the stuff that needed to be done on the court. Um, because we got to their hearts, like they, they, they were planning to be with their friends and blah, blah, blah. But then all of a sudden they became basketball players because we got to their heart. Um, it was great. Yeah. It, it's special when that happens. It makes me giddy when I think about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it makes for fun teams. I mean, it, it makes for a lot of fun teams. It does. Um, one of the things that you asked for is, is a favorite quote of mine. And I think this is, this is huge. This is, this speaks to our program. This is what we try to do as a staff. If you have a vision for a year, you plant wheat. If you have a vision for 10 years, you plant trees. If you have a vision for a lifetime, you plant people. I love that. So I think that's uh, that's what we try to do on a daily basis, not just with basketball, but we're trying to make good citizens, good kids, and and hopefully that you know we can create um, great citizens to our community and others that go out and do things that we taught them at a young age. Um, and And I think that builds into also like, building your staff, putting great people around you um, to be successful. Um, Some of the ways that we do that with planning people, obviously we do FCA. Um, There's some other curriculums and programs we've looked at that that are good character building curriculums. Um, Obviously FCA is one of those that's nationally known. Yep. There's lots Um, of them. I mean, we have an FCA in our school too. And then there's there's, there's, there's a couple other ones that are really good. It, it, yeah. It, it, again, fitting your, fitting your school and your community, I think is really important. Yeah. Next thing we wanted to do is have a vision um, and then how to make that vision a reality for our programs. Um, so one of the things that I looked at and, and before we basically before the whole thing started is how am I going to get from A to Z? Um, and, and we're starting at, at, at ground level. How are we going to build this thing? And one, the vision was to operate with high integrity. I think that was number one for me. Be a high integrity person all the time. Um, be first class. Um, have a competitive team in our conference and state by developing the women of character that we wanted to develop. And I think that's what we showed you in the prior slides. Um, teach and exhibit leadership. I think that's extremely important. We want all of our kids to have that buy-in um, and lead in different ways. Not, there, there can be on your team, you can have stronger leaders than others, but we want them all to have buy-in and value within our, within our group. And so teaching leadership, I think that's hard. I think that's sometimes forgotten. Um, earn everything through our hard work and dedication and commitment to the program. I always want to do what's right for kids. It may not be what's popular, but I always <laughs> want to do what's right. Right. Um, um, have a program and I wanted, we wanted to have a program that others envy and want to emulate. Um, we all felt that was our vision. If you look at Dick Bennett's advice um, for accessible program, he talks about, you know, surround yourself with good people, passionate people, surround yourself with people that believe in servanthood. He says the road to greatness um, 
I have very little ability to finish anything on my own, but if we do it together, we can accomplish so much. Um, and then do not allow anybody to come in and break up that family unity. Um, you got to protect your team and then think of, think about who you, who you are, what your identity is, and then stamp it. I, that I always took that to heart. You know, I always took that advice. Cause I obviously uh, Dick's a legend and he's, 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 he's a monarch in our, in our industry. And, and uh, you know, he's what a his Wisconsin son, guy. Wisconsin yeah, guy. Yeah. Yep. And so, uh, I mean, we could, we talk about blocker mover and all that, but it's, uh, it's, uh, he, he's, he's, I've taken this to heart and we, we, we kind of use some of his stuff. And Tony's the same way. Tony's the same way in Virginia. Oh, absolutely. Tony's the exact same way. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And then how do we make that reality? How do we make our vision reality? One, I felt like I had to hire the best coaches and teachers for our kids. I didn't want to just hire a name. You know, sometimes uh, when you get into, when you get into head coach, when you're a head coach and you have to hire people, sometimes you you have an application and, and there are some bigger names than others. And doesn't make doesn't mean it's the always right fit for you or your program, um, and so I have to make sure when you go through the hiring process or you're putting people around you, one, it's got to fit you, it's got to fit your personality. Two, they got to have some of the same interests and motives as you do and values, um, and those are huge. And we wanted to hire the best coaches and teachers for our kids all the way down. Um, and, and we look for that even through the youth league, like when we have control of kind of like who helps out with our youth league program, obviously we look for some of those same values. Um, and then we wanted to, we wanted to develop. And I, so before we die, before we go on to that, what, what does that entail? Like, so I agree um, for your kids, you're going to hire the best coaches and teachers for your kids. What are you looking for in that? Other than um, following your kind of vision statement. For sure. I think, uh, I think that when I look at coaches, I look at what drives them, what motivates them. Um, you know, sometimes you'll get like I've had, and I don't, I'm not going to mention any names or anything, but right. I, I've had coaches that have head coaches that applied for a junior high job just because they want to get into our location. Well, that's the motive there is wrong. Right. Um, and so I think you look for what drives them, what motivates them, why their why. And we'll talk about that. That's extremely important. We'll talk about that at the end. That's a great book too, but yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. And so I think those are the things that we look at. Are they high character people? Um, I think you've got to dive into reference checks and see what type of people they are outside of who they list. Um, because you want to know, you want to know what you're, what you're, you're building your family. Like I'm not going to let someone live in my house until I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a friend knows a friend. That's great. But I'm, that doesn't mean they're going to live in my house with me. Like I'm going to, that, that's the way you got to kind of treat it. That's the way I've always treated it. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do, I'm going to do my first check, but then I'm going to do my second and third check just to make sure we're all aligned in the same, you know, no, that's a great yeah. reference. That's a yeah. great reference. Yeah. yeah. It's like, cause this is your team is your home. Your team is your family. It's the same thing. That's the way I always looked at it. And I've had two staffs. The reason we've won if I've had two staffs and literally I know I trust them. I know they're not after my job. I know they're, mm-hmm. they're doing what's right by my kids. Boom. If, if that's the only reason I'm still coaching, probably if I had a turnover all the time, it, staff is there's two days that are really important. The day you pick your staff and the day you pick your team. Mm-hmm. Those are really important days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, hiring coaches is important, and yeah. and they got to be good teachers. I mean, I I look at that like you know some I think the the generic 
uh, or the the way that some of administrators look at coaches are they're, they're not always great teachers. Well, I, I want the flip side of that. I want a great teacher because if you're a great teacher, guess what you're going to do in my practice? It's, it's, it's a basically, it's, I, we run a talented and gifted program for basketball players is the way I always refer yeah. to it. I'm a yep. teacher. I'm a, I'm a teacher that coaches basketball. I, mm-hmm. I love basketball. I have a little, especially with teenage boys, I have a little bit more hook because I'm a basketball coach. Like I have something more that they want than learning, you know, trig, I'm a math teacher than learning trig functions or geometry. You know, I have something more that they necessarily want, but I'm still teaching them the same. I'm teaching them every day. I think that's a, yeah, you're looking for a teacher. Is what makes your value in the district even higher in my opinion. I mean, if you get, you get, if you hold the carrot um, and you've got the keys to the ship, you're important. Oh, it's (laughs) like in our town, it's like street cred. I got street cred. Like, like, Coach Collins has won all these state titles. Coach Collins knows what he's doing. There's there's cred, street cred that comes with that. So yeah, especially on the boys' side, there's there's definitely that. All right, I didn't mean to get us off. I just no, wanted to no, you're good. dive in because I know coaches that are listening to this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. They want to be head coaches. Like, yes, getting the job is only the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. There's so much who you surround so yourself much. with because I can there's, tell you how many coaches I've talked to over the years that haven't that, that got the job and could have done great, but who they surrounded themselves with brought the ship down. Their first mates was yeah. And sometimes you don't have any control over that. Sometimes you, you have. I you mean, you, you get who you get, and but I think it's also just as we do with coach to player. I think you've got to you've got to coach your coaches just as like you coach your players and you got to take them from point A to point B if that's your vision. Yeah. Um, And it's got to be a straight alignment there. There can't be a deviation on alignment. It's a coaching handbook. That's the first thing I did was do a coach. This is what I want. Let's talk about it. And then we, you know, it's probably gone through four or five different changes over the years, but this is what we want. This is what we believe in. This is how we should do it. Here's how things should go. And then we, as a coaching staff, we sit down and talk about it. And then oh, we should try this. It's like, okay, you know, um, and I've changed. If you looked at it 20 years ago, it's not the same as it is right now. It's changed a lot, actually. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, keep going, coach. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, we wanted to have enthusiastic desi- de- excuse me, dedication from our coaches and athletes. Um, we wanted to train leaders year round. Like we said earlier, we wanted to emphasize, um, skill development, speed, agility, strength, and conditioning. Those were huge emphasis that we wanted to have in our program. Um, we wanted to reach out and have a personal relationship with each one of them. Those are making that reality. And then, and this is important. This is probably the most important one is in by implementing a program that works for us. And the best way that I can describe that is, is my first year, you know, um, we had to teach a lot of terminology and communication and the way we spoke, not because the prior coach didn't teach that, but our, our philosophies and stuff were different. And so we had to teach them um, our language, our communication. Yeah, it, 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 so this, first of all, I can tell that came from your military background, I'm sure. 
Yeah. Because um, I remember reading a book about this. Basically, it's my table of contents. Like, here's how we're going to, this is how we're going to refer to as, you know, help side. And, you know, some mm -hmm. people talk strong side or ball side. I want everybody talking the same language because otherwise in the, in the fog of war, if I can use a, a, an analogy again, if you're not all using the same terms, people aren't going to understand. And that's where misdirection happens. So 100%. 100%. And this young and coaches that are listening, start working on that work on your table of contents, work on your glossary. Here's how I'm going to refer to, you know, ball side or help side or strong side, or what, how are you going to talk about screens and all those things? You will be amazed how quickly several sheets of paper fill up. Um, but you just want it to be uniform because there's too many different ways coaches talk about specific things. And, and I would say the evolution of where we were four years ago to where we are now is, is night and day. And we knew that it was going to be an uh, evolving process from where we started. We couldn't just throw when we first took over one, we had different, we, not that we didn't have good athletes. We had good athletes, but we had different style athletes. And I think fitting your team is huge. But um, we knew the style in which we wanted to play. We just couldn't get there in that first year. And I would say probably couldn't get there in that first two years um, just because um, they were, it was a different version of how we wanted to build it. Um, and so it, it was going to be a huge process, and we couldn't do it just in one or two years. So, but we still had to do things for those, kid, those, pro, those teams to be successful. So we started off having our languages and – and we kept it as basic as possible where they were very successful. Um, we ran a ball screen continuity, which is really not exactly what I wanted to do, it, but it was what was going to be best for the team um, with their personnel we had that year, and they ran it very well. Um, and then that's evolved into even more, like where we got – I wanted to, to go more motion, but I couldn't teach motion in the first year um, – by taking over that because there was such a big learning curve and it would have set them up for failure. And so we wanted to go more to a motion um, style offense. Well, that translation, that transitioned into, um, you know, teaching language where we're really, uh, instead of continuity driven, we're more action driven motion. And, and, um, and our language now plays a huge part of that. Like we speak, we talk about it, like we speak a different language than everybody else does. And, right. and, and when somebody says, and, and a lot of this stuff I've, I've taken from Mike neighbors, who was the Wisconsin, or excuse me, was the Washington head girls coach. And then now had one of the best players in the country and, and Chelsea Plum, or excuse me, Kelsey Plum. And then, um, and then has uh, the university of Arkansas job. Now he's from, he's from Arkansas and came back home, but um you know, he, he has his own language and I, I've had multiple conversations with him and we, we, he's a good guy. He's, oh, he's, he's phenomenal. If you've he's never had those, to he's one to of those guys that he's not a, he's not a household name per se. Um, but he will be, he will Yo, be. Big, yeah. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Mike neighbors, do yourself a favor because that guy shares so much. He's got a, a newsletter yeah. He, I mean, he, he, and he's so well with our high school coaches. I mean, if I called him or text him right now, I would say within five minutes, he's going to answer me and he's probably going to have like a essay version of how he wants to explain it. Right. Um, if not, he's going to tell me to come up to his office. And so that's how, that's how cool it's, it's awesome to have coaches like that that are willing to share. But anyways, we took some stuff on the evolution of our offense and we, we, um, we got to where we are now and we couldn't do that in year one. So we had to have an implement, uh, implement a program that worked for us at the time. And, but also having that long-term long vision 
and maintaining that vision of where you want to be. Right. Um, and I would say in year four, we are where we want to be offensively and defensively. Um, so I had a program action plan. These are some of the things that I wanted to hit right when I got uh, feet on the ground, right when I started is go through the relationships, develop strength, be consistent. We wanted to focus on nutrition. I think that was important. Um, we wanted to develop great shooting habits. We didn't want them just to um, only have shooting habits in practice. We wanted to yeah. develop them outside. We focused on form all the way down. Um, and then that was early. And then emphasize, emphasis on details and attention to details. Um, and then having confidence in yourself and your teammates. I think that was like our initial, what, what are the main things we want to focus on right from the bat, off the bat. And then the other thing is this is huge for us is if you want recognition and if you want your community to be excited about what you're doing, you can't keep everything in house. You can't keep all of your accomplishments just with yourself. And, and we live in a technology, technological world where at the, touch of a, uh, at the touch of a button, anybody can access any bit of information. And so we want to highlight all the great things that our athletes are doing, not only inside of, of basketball, but outside in the community as well, because everybody sees that. And uh, so one of the things that we talked about with my administration is when we, before we didn't have any of that. Nobody knew what, what good things that our, our kids were doing unless it came out in the paper. Right. And those were fewer. Um, it just didn't happen as much. And so, um, and our local paper tries to do a great job with, with recognizing things, but they don't recognize everything. And that was, I felt like that was our job as a staff. Um, important, important uh, deal marketing. for marketing. It's marketing. You got to market 100%. your program. That goes back to building your brand, building yep. your brand, what you stand for. Um, at the front of the page, you know, one of the things that our, we had a new AD uh, probably four years ago. And one of the things he took over is he redid our logos. And it was huge because like our logo, we had a good logo, but we made it our own. It was kind of like a copyrighted logo we had. It looked like the Atlanta Hawk logo. Right. Um, and so we made it our own. And one of those logos that you see on the front of my uh, presentation was the things we looked. That's a, that's a statewide brand now because of the things that our coaching staff has done. And we provided an awesome logo that everybody recognizes when they see it. You know, 10 right. years ago, we might have not known where P. Ridge, Arkansas was. Right. In our state. And I think that if you talk to any sports media, anybody around our location um, in, in the state of Arkansas, just in general, is going to look at that and go, yeah, that's I know. Where, I know exactly where P. Ridge is at. And so um, promoting our program. So here's some highlights that we did. Um, we took some canvas stuff. This is a kid that was a uh, all state honorable mention kid um, going to be a phenomenal. All these. She's a junior, going to be a phenomenal starter for me coming back. Um, another kid that was an all-conference honorable mention. Um, another, we just took that and we, we posted that on Twitter. Um, and here, here's some other Twitter posts. Like Kids love that. Love it. And they eat it up. And our community loves it. I mean, our community yep. is sitting there. I'll get, a, I'll get a direct message saying, hey, coach, congratulations on this. And, and I, I didn't even know this was happening. <laughs> right. And yeah. so. Um, yeah. It's just they eat that up, and it's one way to highlight your kids, even the ones that don't always get the recognition. You know, um, I think it's important. Like, we highlight birthdays. Uh, I don't miss birthdays. I make sure – and my girls sometimes get frustrated with me because I want a picture. 
on the birthdays. And the bottom right is, is a set of twins I've got down here, and it's their birthday. And th that's something that's small, but our community gets to recognize it. Um, it reminds our team, hey, it's that, it's that kid's birthday, so they don't forget. Um, and, and we celebrate that, those, those things. One, it highlights the kid. And that's the number one. It's important to me. That's the relationship part, um, because somebody may not, somebody may have forgot their birthday. But right. you know, those are, those are the small things. Um, you know, when we go state bound, and we go, uh, you know, a news article from the uh, that the Democrat Gazette did, and so we we tag it and we push it through our media, and then everybody else in our community sees it. Our boys program retweets it. We retweet stuff from them. And it builds a sense of unity and community within our programs. And uh, it's, it's, again, building your brand. And so um, I think it's important to, to promote, promote everything academically, uh, community uh, involvement, um, anything that you can promote with your kids. Um, I had an action plan of, of a one, three, five year plan. I think that's important. Um, yes, and we, it's like it's like it's like mapping out the season you got to map out your plan for your program too yep. yeah. and and it says up here set program goals the things that i want to talk about this is now uh, my my version has changed on that if you've never read read burn your goals by uh josh medcalf you need to you need to spend some time reading that that's a great literature um and it talks about uh you know this is before this is i kind of had this a vision of of what I want to do, but it talks about standards driven instead of goal driven. Right. Um, and so that kind of intertwines. I know it's a set program goals, but it, he talks about Josh Metcalf talks about burning your goals and, and being standard driven instead of uh, goal driven. And it's a phenomenal book, by the way, if you haven't read it, that's a good read. But in year one, we wanted to set that foundation, our core values, our expectations, our terminology. We wanted to align our programs all the way down from youth groups all the way up to our senior high programs. We wanted to install that FCA program and, and build character. Um, we wanted to be getting, building strong relationships between coaches and our families and parents in our community. Um, we wanted to get a hold of fundraising. That's an important for a young coach. Yeah. Um, and then we wanted to compete, the, the word being compete in our classification. Um, I didn't say we wanted to be out here and, and win that we wanted to compete. Um, right. and we felt like we could do that in year one. If you got to walk things. before you could run people. Yep. Yeah. By year three, we wanted to strengthen all that stuff with terminology and build on it. We wanted to implement the FCA program down. Um, and then we were looking at moving up at classification at the time. And so we wanted to get ready to move into the five a and then compete in the five a for, you know, conference title or whatever playoff bid. Um, and then by year five, we were all the way down, um, being self-sufficient with fundraising, not necessarily having to rely so much on budgeting. And then we wanted to be competing for conference titles and state titles. And I could say that in year three, we won a conference title. This, this year was the first time in 11 years that our team has been, that a girls team has been to the state tournament. We finished in the lead eight. We got beat out by the defending champs. You, you, um, you, you got to finish your season? Got to finish it. Yeah, we finished it the week before. A team in our conference actually was down the day before their final game and got canceled. So they were actually in hotel in Hot Springs for their final and got canceled. And he's his his their coach is named Brad Johnson. He's a good friend of mine, and and we played them four times this year and uh, throughout conference play and tournament play, and and they were good. They I, they had a really good shot at winning it. And, 
and uh, that's tough did the boys so the boys definitely didn't make it then huh to the uh, our school or just in general Any, in general did they you no know, so we play the boys and girls at the same time so they okay. They, okay. they uh it's over a span of three days um or two days something like that two or three days and um anyways they start early and they go a different classification so they go 1a girls 1a boys 2a girls 2a boys and okay so they got the first day in and so the 1As and 2As had state title winners for boys and girls. Oh, okay. And, but then 3A up to 6A got canceled. And so it was unfortunate. Our, our, our association, I think, uh, you know, they, they probably caught a lot of heat because they named um, state champions for both teams. Um, because, uh, but I think they did it right by kids. I mean, that, yes. Anything after, t- I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um, if you if you're in the finals, you're a champion. Whatever. Well, I yeah, we'll count you the state. But it's problem like our boys only got to the elite eight mm-hmm. or sweet sixteen, and so it's like, what are you gonna do? It's like you're just done. Like it's yeah. over at that point. Yeah. 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 So that was a big hurdle for our kids. I mean, we we made it to state tournament. That was huge. Um, you know, and I think that goes back to like. Uh, you know, burning your goals. That was a goal for ours, you know, and I think, you know, Josh talks about in his book, you know, you get to that point, well, you've already reached your goal. So you really have, you don't really aspire to go farther. Right. And and so, you know, there's no like upset about it once, you know, you got beat and as coaches, you know, we want them to reach their potential, not what their goal is. And so um, now, did we get beat out by a better team at the time? Yeah, I think I think at the time they they were playing better basketball than us, um, and but um, I didn't want you know just because we reached our goal that it was over, um, right? Because at that at that sense, you know, then you're you're building unrealistic goals. So, anyways, that's a if, burn your goals, Josh Medcalf, outstanding. Um, setting expectations in your program is huge. For your student athletes, you want them to stick to your core values. You want them to be a competitor with everything they do um, in basketball and in the classroom. I think faith, family, and basketball was big things for us. Um, one of the biggest pet peeves I've got is no profanity. I don't, I don't handle profanity very well. Um, our kids know that. That's including the social media part. And I think, obviously, our normal school rule of alcohol yeah. tobacco. Um, you probably have to deal with that with boys probably more than I do with girls, but, um, the profanity thing is hard. It slips too. It does. It does. does. And it, you know, and it does for us too, as coach sometimes, I mean, I, I, I try not to do it anywhere in public. How does the military deal with swearing? Oh, you've heard the term cuss like a sailor. They don't, I mean, it's, is that true? Oh yeah. We got military got bad mouth, but okay. That's what I thought. I thought that I, I just didn't want to jump to that conclusion that that was the way it was. No, but, but we, I, I mean, I think I've slipped maybe two times in five years. Yeah. So I try not to. And, and, uh, but we've got to have the same expectations as our kids. And so, um, right. so our coaching staff's expectations, if we want to make sure that we're, the, the firm foundation of those core values, that we're following those as well. We're committed and loyal um, to not only our program, but our administration, um, to the head coach, to our athletes and our peers around us. We work harder and more efficiently than anybody else. That, that's got to be an expectation for us. Um, we have high communication between staff um, to attend all staff meetings and practices on time. I think that's important. Um, and then, and then having that positive work attitude of wanting to be there and wanting to, to be better. 
Um, hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial as we talk. Subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.